Welcome to Wonderfully Made. This is your girl, Amy Baker. We got a great episode for you today. So stick around because we got it for you today. All right, let's get going. You guys, welcome. Okay. There's so much to get to that I've jotted it down on a piece of paper and we're just going to roll with it. Okay. Today, I have the wonderful pleasure of having the great number 20, Joshua Baker. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay. Now, since you have scoreboarded this, what number appearance is this for you on the podcast? I think this is number four. Number four. What? Let's recap. What was number one? <laughs> you don't even know. You just know it's number four. Yeah. You just know. You don't know the orders. Okay. I think one time I had you, Dale and Jason on. One time you and me i don't remember a third time oh we did jeopardy remember we did jeopardy okay yeah. that's right yeah. okay all right see it's all it's all coming back it's all coming back okay okay we have so many things to get to how you doing thanks for being on the podcast again with a four minute notice anytime always here <laughs> okay, i appreciate it yes you guys we're full into fall i'm like full into christmas mode i'm just itching to get that tree up i'm itching to get all this stuff up so we have a lot of things to kind of cover that is fall-ish related but first off let's just talk about like some fun stuff let's talk about what i'm looking forward to what you're looking forward to for this christmas season i am looking forward to the lights i love looking at christmas lights i love what that it happens so often like you it just like so either it's spur of the moment or it's super planned you're stopping at starbucks hey do you remember last year we got the like limo party bus and we went to go look at lights that one year that was super fun yeah, that's cool yeah you could do the whole pajama move you can do a bunch of stuff so i love doing something like that a couple of years ago we went to go see home alone in concert where you go to like the symphony or something like that and then they play the music in like the background of the movie where we are living right now it's like san diego cold so it's like 50 degrees and that for us is like ooh, warm up the fireplace like get it all going and watch the movie so we did that this week with a random like dj from home alone or not dj from what's her name dj from a uh, full, full house. house yeah she's in like every christmas movie and so we just picked a random one i don't know what it's about but it's like a lady falls in love like I don't know Same there's a story and all yeah there's a bed and breakfast and she's from out of town and he's like a local yokel and like you know so I love the whole Christmas movie vibe and Christmas lights and all that what is one of your things that you're looking forward to for Christmas or either something you want to just like add into the mix I like doing Christmas lights getting hot chocolate and either driving around or walking around oh yeah walking I like sitting around by the fire and watching movies mm-hmm. I like putting up Christmas decorations yeah. putting tree up I don't like getting stuff out of the attic but I like when yeah. we got it down and and just all the stuff that comes along with that lights on the outside and yeah. just getting it all dialed in. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing all that stuff and getting it ready. But yeah, we got a lot of time to kind of hit all the one, two, threes of Christmas and kind of get that going. But this kind of segues. Okay, so I wanted to kind of chat about and I'm not saying this to talk about it because we do it perfect or we're so well oiled and like it runs perfectly and we never drop the ball in any situation. That is all false. I want to talk about like how you and I work together. And I'm not talking about just in like work or I'm kind of talking about like in all the areas because we have a unique situation on how our jobs are related a little bit. And I'm meaning like we have freedom and flexibility in it. And so we have the rare opportunity and blessing to be around each other a lot. And so how does that really work? And how does that, what are the pros and cons of that? What, what was the big fumble and how have we learned from that? And how does it help our family structure? So I'll go first and kind of chat with it a little bit and you'll get the idea. Okay. So we a lot of areas that 
our marriage cohabitates together. Did I even say that right? Does that make sense? (laughs) Okay. We work together. You know, obviously you run the ship at your office, but I help in a very, very small percentage. And so we have that. We also have a family and a marriage together. So we also have those dealings to do together. We also have like church stuff to do. We were pretty involved in our church. And so we have a lot of different sub areas in that, that we are involved in. We help with our junior high classroom. We do a lot of stuff through missions and meetings and trying leadership and trying to help out in the volunteer aspect in that. We also have, what else? Like our kids stuff. Like we have a lot of extracurricular stuff where we're like kind of real jointed together. Like our kids do music together, sports. We do a lot of sports. So there's a lot of like communication. And so how does that work? What are the pros and cons of it? How do you grow a desire? Because I think that's something that has come easy to us and maybe we didn't even realize it, that we have a desire to work together and be together in all these different areas. Whereas you can easily see some relationships or some people just have a propensity to be as though, ah, my husband stays over there. I stay over here. They go to work. I'll see them after work. It's good for us to have this time apart. It's good, you know, all that stuff. And that is very true and very valid in a lot of different relationships. But I think it's come easy for us. And I think maybe we just didn't realize how easy it had come for us. And so what would you say is a benefit or why did it become so easy for us to kind of work together in these avenues? And then we'll kind of, we'll we'll deep dive into it a little bit. I think, yeah, we've, I mean, I guess you could start from when we were 16 years old. We've pretty much been hanging out together yeah. since we were 16 years old. And everywhere I went, you were. Everywhere yeah. you were, I was. Uh, even our friends would get get all mad because we were always together. So totally. we've just been used to that for however long that's been. Forever. 20, 25 yeah. years or so. Yeah. And just kind of morphed into everyday life and business and yeah. church. And so... Yeah. We just naturally do stuff together at work. I mean, we just fill in needs where it's needed. So we needed someone to come and help do the bookkeeping. So you came in and started doing that and just filled in. You're naturally a helper. So that worked yeah. out good. And it's just kind of, plus you got to do it. You yeah, know, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. So yeah. you might as well work together and be a team instead of fighting against each other. So And I think one of the areas that works well for us that I can recognize now, but maybe I didn't recognize earlier, is that we're very different. Just the way our, per- our personalities are wired. You're very different than I am. And so... So I don't think that I am trying to compete with you or to show you up and same with you. And we both are very confident and comfortable in our own gifting and where we fit in. And so we don't have the need to prove ourselves or one up each other or scoreboard or anything like that with each other. I like what I like. And Josh is like, he likes what he likes. He can be good with behind the scenes and taking care of business, problem solving, having wisdom and discernment and different things where I like to be creative and out for the funness of it and all the thing that's kind of opposite of that. So maybe you don't have a desire to be as involved like of all the things that we've just mentioned with either a spouse or maybe just a friendship that you are trying to work together and you know you got to accomplish a certain project. So what would you say is like a one-two as to how to build a desire to work with somebody that you just got to get something done? Meaning like sometimes your personalities aren't jiving. Sometimes there's no communication or you don't even want to work with somebody. What would be something you can like give like a one-two step on like just mustering up the ability to have the desire, get the accomplishment done and like shoot for the finish line what would be something that you would give a certain advice for that person i mean as long as you have a common goal yeah and you should be able to get the task done and if you have a common goal then you're on team and 
and whether you like somebody or you're having personality clashes and you're on the same team, you have a common goal, you should be able to work towards that goal. Just like any sports team or anything like that, you're not always going to like every single guy on the team. But yeah. if you guys are united in the goal, then you can get past that and go out and win. So if you have something, a task that you're working on and something you're trying to accomplish, make sure that you guys are establishing what the goal is and then you can get past all the other things to get to that win. Yeah, because sometimes you forget what your goal is and you're just kind of stuck in the minutia of the personality or some people are so indecisive they can't even get started, you know? And so sometimes it's hard to even get that momentum going to find out what your goal is because you're stuck. And I was kind of thinking through some of the things that we work together on and how chaotic it looks in the midst of certain things. But like we always just kind of knock it out. Like whether it's either a responsibility that we just have and we have to get it done or it's something fun, but we just haven't put in the work to it and we're going to knock it out and like it falls, it falls. So Lily's our middle daughter. You and Lily have like a natural gifting for things. Like so like Josh played baseball in high school and Josh rarely practiced. Like if you look at it's today on the amount of like time and energy that's put into their skills or coaching levels or lessons, like all that stuff. Like would you, would it be a fair analogy to say like you barely practice in high school? It's like pretty natural talent for you. But you, when it came to performance time and game time, like you executed like a thousand percent, you know, like it looked like you practiced, you made it look easy, you made it look effortless. And Lily has that same propensity too. Like she sings and she plays the piano. She's pretty like athletic ish, you know, and she does fairly well in school. All of that. And we were just talking to her today. All of that is pretty like off the cuff, you know, it just comes naturally for her. So I was thinking about a couple of weeks ago or, or actually last week, was it last week? I don't know. Josh and Lily did a special at our church together and day of we're figuring out the song. Like we just had a lot of stuff going on that week and it was on our minds, but it wasn't like on our minds to execute it yet, you know? And so like the day of we pick a song, which is like half the battle with a teenager is like picking the right song. I'm not kidding. Their first practice was at church, like probably 20 minutes before church started. And so they naturally kind of just pulled it together. On top of all that, Lily was overcoming some illness. So she had that Phoebe like raspy voice going on. But I looked at the video. I'm not even kidding. Probably your best performance. It sounded so good. That's your example of just off the cuff on how you guys can pull it together. And that's natural for you. That's just going off a bare minimum not yeah not putting out the effort just going off of you know just talent alone but with, like we, you said we were talking to her about it at lunch today is like yeah how much better could you be if you put forth effort in all those areas and right now you're just coasting off talent but you can go from good to great by just putting in the effort and trying and working harder towards getting those talents even better. It's okay to go off of just pure talent sometimes. Sure. That's what I did coasting through high school and baseball and all that stuff. But I'm learning in my 30s and 40s that you can't just go off a of talent alone. You got to put the work in. So that's what I'm trying to transfer to her now. Because as just being my kid, she has that same propensity to yeah. do it. You know, Drew's different. He he wants stuff. He wants it bad enough and he'll work for it. He'll mm-hmm. want to go out and practice and play. And he still doesn't put forth the full effort, mm-hmm. but he does a little bit more than Lily. Lily just wants to just wake up in the morning and go do a test without studying or wake mm-hmm. up in game day and never even practice the whole week. And so she'll get by. You can go from good to great by just putting in that extra effort. Another area where I see the preparation where I do put the prep work in and when I don't put the prep work in, like we help out in our teen class and we specifically help out in the junior high class. And for me, I do the games because like that's my wheelhouse, guys. Okay. And so 
I can tell the difference when I've properly planned for a game versus driving to church and still like him and Han about it, you know? And they're like, I just haven't like really found the right one and I'm still kind of debating between two or three or I've planned for two days in advance. And if I don't communicate that to you, then that is a recipe for not a good time. <laughs> and so that's something that has come with many moons of learning that out. Would you say that, that communication is key in a lot of our things? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still terrible at it. <laughs> Even with the team class, yeah. I'm sometimes trying to figure out what I'm going to speak on like as I'm walking into the class. Yeah. And you've been asking me for two days what I want to put on the handout. Yeah. As far as the bullet points, and I'm just like still dragging my feet. So, but yeah. I mean, a lot of times I do that, and it actually comes out better. <laughs> this is a, like a prime example of natural talent. Like you can just like pull it out. Like yeah, last week I couldn't yeah. figure. Out. I did, had to do music with Lily. Yeah, and then I was running special. behind on the special. We were running behind, and by the time we got done with the special, I went into the class to go teach the lesson. And I hadn't even figured out what I was going to talk about yet. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in the hallway like trying to figure it out, and so I was like, all right, I'll just talk about this. And I went in there, spoke on it, and the kids clapped after I was done yeah it was a good message and i didn't even know i was gonna say five seconds before so yeah you can do that sometimes but yeah. it's better to just prepare and i would say that's more rare than usual yeah. for you i know we've worked out curriculums and different things so things are a lot more pre-planned and set out so when it gets to be where you have the liberty to be loosey goosey sometimes you really are you know but that just also speaks of like your natural daily habits like and i know we've talked about that here but like when you have those things that are instilled in your daily habits that allow you to just execute and perform on a test when you don't even know so this is a test you didn't even know the practicing your music if you weren't already like doing these things then it would be like a nightmare versus that natural talent would come out because you already are with your guitar and practicing and doing that so be prepared in different lessons and, and knowledge of those different things if I'm not naturally planned out then it, it'll fall back on me and that's where I feel like I'm drowning and I feel like I get anxious on certain things so I have to be properly planned out that's just how this weird person functions you know on doing stuff but my last point I want to make through this is because we've mentioned great stories. We've talked about like the, the junior high class, the lesson, the game time, you and Lily singing together. Like all these are like great fun stories and th there's been hit and misses. But there's one thing that I would be remiss to e mention all that great fun stuff to not say that like it goes bad sometimes. It goes real bad sometimes. Meaning like we just didn't communicate. We're like going through trials and we are just not in that spot. And so all of this to say is is that there's hills and valleys. And sometimes when we're on the hills, it's easier to function through the mishap of communications and the slip ups. But when you're already going through a valley and then slip ups come, miscommunication comes, you know, like all these things like that extra weighted stones on top of this trial like how do we work through that and like get through that moment or that day or that night where we're still in a functioning spot on the after part of it so like for example we could be going through a trial just in our own marriage or our own family or in our own health like you've had some back issues that have been hard on us as a family and so how do you get through a lot of these different things with already that extra weighted baggage on you like you know you come to a, a junior high lesson or you come to work or you come to this and you already have all these different trials and everyone does. So how do you continue to operate and function either fully through these trials or through your day to day with something like this? Just kind of started learning how to do this maybe in the last year. But to when I started having issues or trials or things going, you know, wrong or that are, or, you know, back problems or just things that aren't going right. Like I'll look back on, you know, the blessings that I have, you know, from the past and just, you know, go look back on all those things. Like I got a great family. I got a, I got a wife. 
wife and kids and I have, you know, a roof over my head and I have, you know, a place to go to work. I have vehicles to drive, like great church. I have, you know, health. I have all these things that God's blessed me with. And so, you know, if I'm dealing with something at the moment, it's not that big a deal. Like God will continue to bless as he has for 41 years and I don't need to, you know, fret on something small. And then also just thinking about your, you know, when you're trying to push forward through something and you're not feeling it, you know, just figure out your why. Like, why am I doing this? Why do I wake up every morning? Why do I go to work? Why do I go to church? Why do I do these things? You know, figure out your why and that'll help you to keep moving forward towards that, Mm -hmm. you know, that goal and the the reason you do things, you know, family or whatever. Find your why and then look back on the blessings that you've received in the past. That's a big deal because like even if you're just tired or you just don't even see the need to it, if you remember the why or you remember your reasoning for this, then it'll give you that renewed sense of like, I can just get this done then. I can just do this small step for this. This is something I even talked to you about it a lot of times is I have to fake it you know like when your back wasn't doing great and you're you're it hurt you know and I I can't sympathize in the way that I know exactly how that feels but I was telling you I'm like you just gotta fake it you just gotta fake it because it doesn't feel good it's not gonna change right now and you still have a desire like you naturally have a desire to do things and want to be around people and your family and go to activities and stuff like that you're prone for that stuff now and so if you want to do that then you just kind of have to fake it right like especially for me sometimes I feel like I have to maintain a certain level of like energy or a level of communication with people and friendliness and sometimes just natural I just don't feel it you know I just want to wallow in whatever I am and doing and 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 just be melancholy a little bit but I have to fake it too because things are going to come responsibilities are still here I still got to show up for this I still got to you know be around this person I still got to like you know be nice to them even though I don't want to or whatever the situation is I have to fake it you know and if I fake it enough and yeah that may sound fake and like not the right is that wrong to say that no I mean it works it's a state of mind mentality like yeah with my back I was always complaining I was always saying my back hurts or this or that I even found the kids like saying oh my back hurts like they're just copying what I'm saying so you say something over and over and again your mind is going to believe it so yeah when we were talking I thought yeah probably just like start speaking life to it like I feel great I feel great so when people are asking my back I feel good I feel great I feel feel good I feel even though I didn't feel great wonderful but I started saying it and then Actually, I started feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Just the state of mind helps and your mind controls a lot of your body or all of your body. So sure, yeah. if you start telling it that you're good, then you might actually yeah. start feeling better, even though you still have an injury or whatever, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. Your, your mentality changes. So yeah. And then people around you will start like people will always come <laughs> yeah. up and ask me how my back is because they could see it on my face. And yeah. so once I started I, and I started, I was getting a little tired of people asking me about my back. <laughs> so finally started changing my face and then people stopped asking me. So yeah. that worked too. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait for scoreboard number five. That's right. And I got Drew sitting here oh. ready to go play some catch outside. So yeah. I'm going to tell my back it feels good. It feels <laughs> great. It feels wonderful. Yeah. Go play some catch. Okay, guys. Well, we will chat with you later. We got so many great fall stuff ahead of us. I'm looking forward to it. We will see you guys. Thank you so much for joining us here at Wonderfully Made. Hey, and also you're in for a treat if you're a YouTube viewer because you can see Josh. He's in his red Christmas festive shirt. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for joining us on the Wonderfully Made podcast. See you later. Bye. Bye.